Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Tuesday, January 26th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. In honor of the Chiefs' Run It Back Tour, which continues at the Super Bowl in two weeks, we're going to run back some post-game interviews from the AFC title game today. You'll hear the newsmakers in the game, starting with Patrick Mahomes and then Travis Kelsey and McCole Hardman. What an adventurous night for Hardman. We'll take a break, and then after that, you'll hear from Tyron Matthew and then General Manager Brett Veach. Before we get started, I should let you know that Andy Reid met with reporters on Monday, and he let us know that left tackle Eric Fisher would miss the Super Bowl with a torn Achilles. That's a tough break for the Chiefs, which now face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl with three offensive linemen who didn't start the season. The Chiefs have a couple of weeks to get ready, but let's go back a couple of days to hear what the team said after beating the Buffalo Bills to win their second straight AFC title, starting with Patrick Mahomes. Hey, congrats on the win. You had a really tumultuous week physically-wise. Were you going to play? Were you not going to play? At what point in the game did you feel like, all right, I'm feeling good and I'm ready to rock? I felt good from the warm-ups on. we did a good job as far as rehabbing, getting getting myself ready to go, and uh, I feel like I was I was myself out there, and we were able to go out there and, and score points and find a way to win against a really good football team. Next to Sam McDowell, good Sam. Hey Patrick, um, this game would obviously be a huge game regardless, but what's sort of just the magnitude of playing in Tom Brady against a game in a game like this? Yeah, I mean the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. Uh, being able to go up against one of the one of the greatest, not the greatest quarterback of all time in his 150th Super Bowl, I mean, it's going to be a great experience for me. I mean, to, to go out there and get to get, have a chance to repeat and get to do it against the best, I mean, it's uh, it's something special, and I'm excited for the opportunity. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Patrick. What exactly is going to be your game plan going forward? I mean, how much are you going to allow yourself to enjoy this versus, you know, when you're going to start looking at film and really getting into the Super Bowl? I mean, I'll start looking at film tomorrow. I mean, uh, uh, we're in COVID, we're in COVID protocol, so I can't really do much, but, but, uh, celebrate with Brittany and my brother. Um, but I'll, I'll be excited to do that tonight. But, uh, I mean, our goal from the beginning of the season was to win the Super Bowl, not to get to it. So I'll be, uh, on the film tomorrow. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Congratulations, Patrick. Just wanted to ask you what worked so well for both Tyreek and Travis, uh, when you were allowed to throw the ball, um, without having to move as much. Yeah, I mean, those guys just know how to get themselves open. I mean, they're obviously super talented, but they they understand our offense to a, a crazy degree. And so uh, I thought EB did, and uh, Coach Reed did a great job of, of designing plays for them to get them open, and they were able to get open uh, in zone or man coverage, and I just got them the ball. Let's go next to Vahe Gregorian. Hey, Patrick, congratulations. Brad, I'll have a, one follow-up too. Patrick, I wonder if uh, you might be able to tell us it looked like you went over to McColl uh, pretty quickly after the after the punt to try to tell him something along the lines of "we need you" or something to that effect. What what did you try to establish there? Yeah, I mean, I just told him to keep his head up. I mean, we we had been, we've been in that situation before, uh, so uh, I told him he's gonna make a play in this game that's gonna change the game, and he made multiple of them. So uh, we believe in each other. Uh, we we think that we we're gonna do whatever it takes to win, and those guys did that. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go, ahead, Pete. Hey, Patrick, congratulations. It sounded like at the AFC title podium, one of the things you said was jobs not finished. I was wondering if that was an intentional tribute to Kobe Bryant, what went behind it and why that mentality means something to you. Yeah, I mean, 
Kobe has the uh, one of the best mentalities of all time as far as a uh, competitor going out there and and winning and winning championships, not just winning games. And um, I, I take a lot from that uh, going out there every single day and not being satisfied with where you're at. And uh, like I said, the job's not finished. When we went into the season, we weren't talking about going to the Super Bowl. We were talking about winning it again, and uh, we're trying to run it back. And we mean that, and um, I'm excited for the opportunity to go out there and play against a great football team and try to do that. I'll take two more. We'll go Arnie and then Steve. Go ahead, Arnie. Hey, Patrick. Uh, Andy talked about how in the um, AFC championship a couple years ago that after the overtime loss, uh, Tom Brady came and talked to you and he said it was a special moment for you. Can you just tell me what it meant for you in your career as a young guy, what it meant when Tom came and talked to you afterwards? Yeah, I just, it just kind of reemphasized that I was doing things the right way, um, that uh, I was putting in the right work and that uh, I would have more opportunities to be in these games. And uh, I've been lucky enough to be in uh, two more of them since and, and win both of those. And so uh, get to go up against go up against a great and a great football team as well. And so I'm excited for the opportunity. We'll go last to Steve Walls. Good, Steve. Hey, congrats, Patrick. Uh, I want to ask you about the offensive line. It seems like they, they made a point today to put in some work and play, and play pretty solid. Can you talk about the job that they did? Yeah, I mean, those guys have just been battling. They've been battling. They've accepted the challenge. When they play the way they've played these last two games, we're a hard team to beat. Um, and so uh, we put that on them. I mean, we, we, tell, we tell them that. We reemphasize that. As we go as they go. Um, and as, uh, as they play with that attitude and that mentality to finish and, and to uh, do their job, uh, you see their offense does uh, special things. Awesome touchdown catch you had. Uh, I was hoping you kind of walk me through the concept and what happened. Look like mesh. But, like, what did you see and what happened on the play? Um, well, we've uh, – it's actually a pretty um, familiar route concept to, uh, for a lot of people in the red zone. You can – get a lot of people uh, mixed up in the play action and the wash of what's really going on in the backfield. Um, and then you put me and Tyreek, one in the back of the end zone, one in the front of the end zone, and, uh, you know, hope that one of us can win our matchups thinking that it's a man coverage. And uh, sure enough, uh, everybody forgot about me. So I was just wide open. I'll tell you what, though, man, it's, it's, it's always just a little bit awkward when Pat puts it up like that, man, because it just, you know you're open, but you don't know how open you are. So it's just uh, waiting for that thing to come down felt like it took forever. Go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Travis. Uh, when did you know this week that Pat, not only Pat was going to play, but he was going to play and be the Pat that you know. When did you know that, that was something you saw in practice, anything like that? Honestly, I left the game last week to see his uh, his excitement for, for the win in the locker room. Um, I mean, I know he had to go through protocols and all that, but he, he never seemed like he wasn't himself. He never seemed like there was ever a doubt in his mind that he was going to play in this game. Um, and I think it was just kind of, letting everything play out in terms of the protocols or the, or the concussion protocol. And, um, but I mean, he was out there dialed in, uh, throwing the ball all over the field and uh, making the right decisions. And sure enough today, man, he played his A game and uh, led us to the Super Bowl, man. The last two, Steve and then Matt. What's Steve? Hey, what's up, Trav? Hey, hey on, Steve. Not much. Uh, we all know it's, it, you're a veteran in this league, right? But week to week, no matter who is guarding you, you it seems like you still find a way to consistently be a problem for defenses. Uh, how is it that, that you – it looks like you're just you're still getting better, man, or is it all just routine for you? That's all I know how to do is, uh, is attack the day. 
um, find a weakness or find a find something that I can get better at uh, when I'm in the building, when I'm out on the practice field. Uh, when I watch film, I, I, I'm my worst critic, man. I, I tell myself I'm a scrub all the time when I see myself not doing something uh, the right way or, 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 or getting locked up. And uh, there were a few plays out here, man. That's a good football team right there. Don't let the score, um, you know, get it twisted. That uh, that team can play some football. I think we uh, we just had the uh, the quarterback back there that can make all the right plays and all the all the right throws. And sure enough, today he was just flawless, and um, and and it just it led us to victory. Last to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Travis. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, last year was really emotional for you going through from the AFC title game all the way to the parade. It was a big deal. Is is this year different? I mean, is the emotional, you know, where you are right now, mindset-wise, different than it was a year ago right now? Man, I um I think it's I think it's different in a way of um I I can't really put a put my finger on it, man. It's uh it's almost like it's a it's a little bit more exciting. Um I feel like uh, last year it was it was a question of whether or not we belonged, and and this year it was um, let's go out and prove to ourselves that we are who we are, and uh, the resiliency, the uh, how we're going to handle adversity. Um, I just love this team, man. This team is a uh, is, is has helped me in life in so many different ways, just because of you know how we handle adversity and how we win football games, um, and how we just keep getting better. And uh, and, I, and I love it here, man. I can't wait to go down to Tampa in two weeks and uh, give them our best shot. Hey, McCall, uh, congratulations. Um, I wonder if you could take us through uh, after the after the punt return, what what you were going through and what what Patrick said to you on the sideline, and if that if that mattered, if that if that helped you. Um, I don't know what's going through my head, man. Just you know, a dumb mistake on my part. Um, could have been better, but you know, like Pat, you know, and other guys, just like you know, keep your head up. It's a long game, got a lot of more players to make, and uh, we're gonna need you down the stretch. And um, and that was that. Go next to Pete Sweeney. Good, Pete. Hey, Nicole, congratulations. It seems like the general theme of the team tonight has just been uh, dissatisfaction, just not satisfied yet. A little bit different than last year's AFC title game. Just how much do you feel that is throughout the locker room that there's just so much more to do and and make sure you win two weeks from now. Um, I think uh, this team, you know, I think we, we just have a goal in mind and, and we all want to achieve that goal and no matter what it takes. And um, I think we just a, a group of guys that, that want to be perfect, you know, and strive for their perfection. And, and no matter how we do it, it's like we could have did that better. You know what I'm saying? We could have did this better. And uh, we, we left too many plays out there. I think it just we always try to improve on everything we do. And I think that's, that's what kind of like separates us. And, you know, I think we're going to take that kind of same mentality into uh, or two weeks from now to the Super Bowl. Go two more. We'll go Todd and then Herbie. Go ahead, Todd. Hey, McCole, we don't get to be in the locker room with you guys during the week or, or after the games anymore. Last year, it struck, to, struck me that you guys were so close and so tight. How has this year been a little bit different with the way you guys have to go about your business doing things? And is, has that in an odd way maybe even brought you closer together that you guys have had to endure all this other stuff besides just football? Um. I don't know. I, I think with, with the pandemic and, you know, changing a lot of things, it's more so like it's just – 
you can't use that as an excuse if that makes sense. I don't think we use that as an excuse. And I think it actually did bring us together closer because we had to take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like we couldn't go out there and do things we usually do and, and bring that into the locker room, you know, with everybody and, you know, calling people to miss games and stuff like that. I think we did a real good job of that this year and um, in protecting each other. And, then, you know, it, it did bring us together because we all had to be, you know, all locked in and on one one you know one page you know and uh, I, I think we did a great job of that and um, we're gonna continue to do that going into the Super Bowl and I think um, yeah I think this that's kind of how we did things. We'll go last to Herbie T.O.P. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Makolda, quickly follow up on Vahe's first question there. Yeah, you had mentioned that your teammates stuck by you. What did it mean to you that they they still called the place for you and how gratifying was it for you that you scored that touchdown and had that fifty yard run? Uh, you know, my teammates, I was going, you know, they, they're going to be with me, you know what I'm saying? They're going, they're going to keep me up. They're going to keep me, uh, keep me motivated and, you know, saying, and, and make sure I don't have my head down. And I was still mentally intact. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that, but it's also good to know the coach, you know, still have confidence in you, uh, the calls and plays for you, um, to make things happen in the game. You know, the type of player I am, I'm going to try to take advantage of the opportunities that I get. And, um, and I still got all the more confidence in the world back there returning punts. So I'm still, you know, they still kicking the ball out of bounds, even after the month, you know, they still muffing kicks after the month, you know, so they tell you, they still respect me back there. And, um, I'm just still waiting, you know, for that chance to, you know, um, to make up for what I did this, this game. And then, you know, I think going to the Super Bowl is kind of, you know, it's going to be one of those games like, Hey, I'm coming to make a statement. So. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Congrats on the win. I think the message from everybody has been, you know, it's a good win. It's glad to be here, but the job's not done yet. How do you kind of stay even keel as you cross off one of the big goals on the bucket list coming into the season? It's all about team, man. Um, long as we stay committed to the team, long as we stay committed to our process, um, continuing to trust our coaches, believe in those guys, um, everything else is to take care of itself. Um, it's not really about, you know, individually how we feel. Um, the only thing that matters at the end of the day is whether you won or lost the game. Um, so, um, obviously, it was a great win for us. Um, uh, job not done, though. We got one more game to go. Um, and so we'll be ready for it. Let's go next to Jory Epstein. Go ahead, Jory. Tyron, obviously I'll have time to prepare for Tampa, but Brett Veach talks specifically about how your leadership gives him confidence in this defense. What gives you the most confidence about why y'all are ready for Brady and the Bucks? It's all about preparation. Um, it's all about, um, you know, the information that you're able to take in and then take it to the field. Um, it's all about um, understanding um, and believing in your coaches, um, all about believing in their plan, the game plan. Um, and, and then from there, it's all about us going out there, trying to execute that game plan. And, um, you know, you're not always in the best position. Sometimes, you know, we got to go above the X's and O's and, to make a play. But, um, you know, it's all about team. It's all about our coaches. Let's go next to Herbie T.O.P. Go ahead, Herbie. 
Hey, Tyron, during the week you had mentioned how dangerous these Bills receivers were, but it seems like there was a concerted effort today to take away Stefan Diggs. What went into the plan to take away Diggs? Well, I, I, I felt like for the most part, um, you know, we ran our, you know, same defense that, that we've been running, um, you know, for the last couple of weeks or so. Um, obviously, you know, he's a great receiver. So, you know, great receivers require you to double them from time to time. Um, but at the end of the day, I thought, you know, I thought Traverius Ward, I thought Brashard Breeland, um, Rashad Fenton, Jerry Sneed, you know, Dan Sorensen was covering wide receivers today. Um, so I kind of, you know, I had a day off in my mind. Um, so, um, you know, it's good to see those guys step up, you know, and win their one-on-one matchups. Um, um, and that's what it's all about, man. It's all about technique. It's all about leverage um, and just making the plays that come to you. We'll take three more. Adam, Nate, and then Vahe. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Tyron, a couple things. Uh, first of all, Pat, he had a lot to overcome this week. When did you know, not that he was just going to play, but that he was going to play as well as he did today? And Brad, I'll have one follow-up as well. <laughs> I knew I knew after the last game, you know, he was in the locker room, man. You know, he had that look in his eye like, don't forget about me. Um, so, uh, you know, he's a great talent, man. He, he's a better teammate. Um, he's a better person. Um, just watching him work throughout the week, um, he was the same old Pat. You know, he's the same teammate, same leader. Uh, moving around, trying to extend plays, even in practice. Um, so uh, then on top of that, he's a gamer. So it doesn't necessarily matter the situation or the circumstances. Um, you know, he tends to rise above all of that. I'm curious what your real ex- realistic expectations were when you signed here. Did you think that you weren't just going to get a shot at a Super Bowl and a championship, but make uh, multiple Super Bowls and maybe multiple championships? I didn't, I didn't, you know, to be honest, man, obviously, you know, you have big time dreams, you have big time goals. Um, obviously, you know, it was a great football team before I got here. You obviously, you want to compete for a championship, but the only expectation I had, man, was to come in and, you know, show the guys who I am, you know, day to day. Um, and so it's two years later and, you know, I mean, practice, you know, still means the most to me. You know, game day is just, a, it's, it's fun, but, you know, for me, it's all about practice. It's all about how I prepare and how I get my teammates prepared. So, um, but I probably say, you know, that was my only expectation, man, was to come in here, work hard, understanding that, you know, we had a great team, a great coaching staff, and a lot of those things take care of themselves. We'll go last to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Tyron, I know you guys are back-to-back champions and you've won 24-25 before today, but was there a sense in the locker room that guys were still motivated by some naysayers out there that were obviously either picking the bills or weren't confident that you guys had the chance to go back to Super Bowl based on, you know, winning close games instead of, you know, the traditional blowout that you had tonight? I mean, obviously, man, you know, we live in a social media world and, you know, the TV's always on. Some places got 30 TVs in, in one building, you know. So, you know, you hear a lot, you see a lot. Um, I think at the end of the day for us, man, it's all about team. It's all about whether or not we're committed to each other. Um, it's not necessarily about any outside noise. Um, just looking through the locker room, looking around the locker room. Um, you know, everybody believes in each other. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Pat Mahomes out there or Chad Henney. Uh, it doesn't matter if we're throwing a deep ball to Tyreek Hill or, you know, Demarcus Robinson. I think in everybody's mind, it's our play to make. So, um, you know, it's just good to have that bond. It's good to have that chemistry, man. Um, I think that's what keeps, you know, great teams going, you know, is that commitment to, to one another. We'd just like to, um, to say congratulations to our great our great fan base, uh, this great city, and, and really the entire organization, um, certainly Clark Hunt and, and the Hunt family for all their support and everything they do, Mark, Andy. Um, last year, we certainly had the opportunity to show 
the league what time what type of talent we had on on the field and I think this year we got to show them what type of talent we have in the organization um, to get through this season uh, with all the adversity. Uh, everyone just chipping in. Uh, our trainers are, are phenomenal. Our training staff, the facilities people, uh, the grounds crew. It's just been it's been it's been challenging, but um, we're certainly blessed to have the talent we have uh, top 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 down. So um, thanks to all those guys for the, their support throughout the season, and it's a blessing to work here and work for them. So that I'll take your questions. We'll go first to Sam Millinger. Good, Sam. Hey, Brett, um, you guys have been pretty open and consistent with the run it back thing, right? Um, there, there's some organizations that might look at that as like, oh, that's a little bit much. Uh, I just always got the feeling that you guys saw that as a way to sort of stay focused, stay motivated. Um, am I right about that? What, what was your view of that part of it? Yeah, I think so. And and I mean, look, we have a great locker room. And, and when you have guys like like Tyron Matthew and, and Pat Mahomes on, on each side of the football, those guys are, are going to demand attention to detail, just like the head coach. So um, our guys embraced it. Uh, they they love being not, I guess, in your pr- uh, past, we were um, the hunters, but they embraced being the hunted and they love that challenge. And and these guys are always looking for ways to, to motivate themselves. So that was an, another way to do that. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Brad, I'm just interested from your perspective, just obviously accomplishing this. Uh, obviously, you need guys who are playing the roster to play well. Guys like Legereus Need, Nick Allegretti, Mike Rimmers, and obviously um, Daryl Williams, obviously playing in the postseason for the first time. Can you just explain how rewarding it is to give those guys a chance to have success alongside, obviously, the Stars? Yeah, well, you know, we say it every year going into the drafts in the offseason. Um, it, these are long seasons. These are and week in, week out, it's tough to win games. A long season's battle of attrition, and and it's it's not a question of of if, but when the next guy's got to step up. So we really take a lot of pride in, in in building the roster, and certainly we have superstars at the top. But you know, we know as as the season goes on, um, as you mentioned, Nate, guys like like Mike Rimmers and, and Darrell Williams. I mean, those guys, um, those guys keep seasons going, and those guys are, are going to be called upon. And you never know when, but these guys train, they prepare, and they work their tails off. But Certainly, um, we know how important depth is in this league, and, and that's why I think uh, you know our staff does such a great job of um, being aggressive at any point, not just free agency in the first round of the draft, but but just staying active throughout the course of the calendar year. Go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Brett, congratulations. Um, Thanks, I'll have a couple things for you here. Um, first of all, when did you know that Pat was not just going to play, but play as well as he did tonight and after all he had to overcome this week and Brad I'll have one quick follow-up uh really just the you know the dialogue I had with Rick throughout the week and I mean you guys you guys know Pat as well as anyone uh throughout the country just uh he's he's a competitor and I think you know he has that ability to kind of you know work through through pain and you, you see it really throughout his career whether he had a shoulder an ankle a knee I mean shoot the guy came back last year after dislocating his kneecap and I think two days later he was in the pool doing doing drops so uh, you knew there wasn't going to be really anything to keep him on, off the field and, and if he was cleared medically that um, he would manage the pain in the toe and I don't you know I think he had some 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 pain afterwards but you knew once he he put the helmet on out there he was going to give you everything he had and he certainly did that tonight and as as you were building this team when did you start thinking in terms of multiple championships rather than just just the one, if that makes any sense? I know you take nothing for granted. I, I get that part of it. But I'm just wondering, when, you know, Clark kind of alluded to this when you guys were building, as you guys were building this, that maybe there was going to be an opportunity for more more than just one. And I'm just kind of wanted to get into your thinking on that. Yeah, I I, you know, I, I think um, 
you know, the approach that, that we have is, is, you know, uh, we had a good core and a good nucleus with, with Pat and Chris and Tyron and, and, you know, I think it, our mindset was to just fill in as much talent as we, we could. And, and we knew, I mean, I think, you know, when you have a hall of fame coach and, and you have, um, you know, the best player in the national football league that, you know, you're going to have a chance to win every game. So, um, you know, I, I think we know that, you know, there's, there's a good chance we'll be able to go out there and compete week in and week out. And it's just a matter of um, filling out the depth of that roster and, and making sure that when we do run into some issues throughout the course of the season, that we're prepared from a depth standpoint. And, and that's the challenge. And um, certainly this year with COVID, I mean, there was even more, more challenges, but again, go back to just the, the strength of the organization on, on all levels. Um, it really pays dividends when you have a season like we have this year. The last to Herbie Tilby. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Brad, congratulations on the win. Thanks, Herbie. Just a quick follow-up to Nate Taylor's earlier question on uh, Legereus Sneed. You obviously thought well enough of him to draft him, but when did you know at what point this season that you actually had something special with him? Well, really, I guess, you know, it was early on. I, the first few starts, um, uh, you know, he's uh, – I'll tell you what, we, we, we certainly got uh, fortunate. I think uh, – uh, had they had one of these draft do-overs, I mean, you can make a case for Jarius being selected in the first round. So um, I guess we were maybe lucky, uh, more lucky than smart with that one because he probably, in retrospect, shouldn't have been there in the fourth round. But um, but again, you know, Steve and his staff, I mean, Steve has a great feel. You know, Dave Merritt and, and, and Sam Madison are, are phenomenal as well. Steve has a really good eye. And and um, I remember talking to Steve during draft process and going back and watching Jarius a couple of years ago when he played corner as opposed to safety is his final year at La Tech. And, um, but you know, the talents there, and that's the cool thing about working here as general manager, you know, if the talents there, the coaches will get it out of them, whether it be coach reading his staff, coach being his staff. And we just got great coaches that, that find a way to put these players in position to make plays. And they certainly don't have done that with uh, LJ. And he's been, he's been phenomenal all year. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our production staff and everyone who helps make sports beat KC happen. Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about the Chiefs can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, we have another deal for you, especially for those that want to deep dive into the Stars' terrific Chiefs coverage. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. And what better time to buy into the Chiefs' coverage than right now? After three months, the it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. So how do you get it? You go to KansasCity.com slash SportsPass2020. That's KansasCity.com slash SportsPass2020. Do you want more than just sports coverage? I know I do. Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. News, sports, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage that comes with the E-Edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. If you're having trouble hunting down any of these offers, send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I will get you to the right place. So whether it's the, the sports pass or the full subscription, you're getting in supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. Mm-hmm.